0: for tuning in i'm sue jeffers this is the sue jeffers show twin cities news talk m1130 and twin cities and Talk.com. i know it's june i know independence day is right around the corner well aware i know everybody's out having fun doing fun things Boating. Stan was telling me he's boating all the time and been on motorcycle rides and vacations and yeah, all of that. But you know what? The elections are just around the corner. We have huge primary elections coming up on August 14th. Um, oh, by the way, I got hired, um, as, um, an absentee, an absentee ballot judge uh for ramsey county so if you live in shoreview i'm assigned to the shoreview library so if you vote early you can you can come and see me there make sure
1: Uh i check your trunk next time you come in
0: (laughs) yeah it's (laughs) that won't happen (laughs) i've been an election judge for 10 years i am i am an awesome judge i never once had a complaint and even when we had unusual, weird things that happened, I could always handle them. So I didn't think uh, I didn't think after our lawsuit, I didn't think Joe Mansky would hire me, um, and I made a big deal about. It. In fact, I used Joe Mansky as my reference, and I used the head election judge, the ex-head election judge at New, um, who ran at New Brighton elections. I used her as another reference. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I, I'll tell you flat out. I firmly believe there's fraud in our elections, and being an absentee election judge. Or one of the judges to vote early. Um, I feel like I can do my part. You can do your part too. And as the election gets closer, I'll tell you ways that you can do that. But every week I've been starting to pick out a few things, uh, Minnesota wise that are, that are important and help remind you why election, elections matter. And then I also tell you about local things that are happening, um, crazy, ridiculous things that these local politicians, in some cases, they're more like a- activists instead of representatives. Uh, and in some, you know, like in New Brighton, go ahead and try to call one of them, see if any of them will return your phone call. Um, in New Brighton, heck, if you're a conservative, they throw you off all the boards. You're not allowed to criticize them. Uh, it's just crazy. You have to pay attention to every single election, whether it's mayor or city council or, um, county commissioners and, and of course representative is the whole entire Minnesota house of representatives and all the constitutional candidates and all the U S representatives are up there. Are a lot of them that are ripe for the picking. We had a big win this week in Minnesota, the public utilities con- commission unanimously approved a certificate of need for the Enbridge energy line three project uh, with con with conditions. Uh, the left is still going to fight like crazy uh, to, to stop that but i would just like to remind people that yes you can protect the environment and provide the opportunity for private industries to invest uh invest in our state and and to make things better and and safer so that that's like a huge win do you know what the state of minnesota is celebrating 14 years since the start of the Hiawatha light rail transit line, you might know it now as the blue line. Boo! We have spent billions and billions and billions of dollars for these trains to take people to sporting events, and it is just absolutely ridiculous. One of the other lawsuits that I didn't talk about, this was a, um, when did this happen? Um, two weeks ago, maybe. Uh, And that was the South Dakota one, uh, Wayfair v. South Dakota. And it's the one that said all all businesses have to pay taxes. All businesses have to pay taxes, and they don't have to have a physical presence in the state. And this... this is bad for us. This is bad for us. You know why? Because the ruling estimates that the state of Minnesota is going to get a hundred and fifty million dollar windfall. A hundred and fifty million dollars. So you're going to buy something online, and you're going to have to pay taxes on it. Well, you should have already been paying taxes on it already, uh, but a lot of people don't. A um, hundred and fifty million dollars, and they say it's going to level the playing field. It's going to hurt small businesses so bad. It's going to make uh make uh running businesses so much more difficult but this 150 million in fact greg david said he's the guy um the tax chair for the minnesota house of representatives he said it could even be up to 200 million dollars so now the state's going to tax the snot out of us another 200 million dollars it's a windfall for them they're super happy um tax this and does anyone thinks think our taxes are going to go down somewhere else 200 million dollars anyone crickets Crickets. I hear crickets. Yeah, not gonna happen. Um, But that just drives me absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy when we talk about that kind of stuff. I have said over and over and over again, that the reason people leave and avoid moving to Minnesota is because our crazy insane out-of-control top income tax rate. Remember, it's 9.85%. That's on all incomes over $156,900. It's higher than anywhere else in the nation except for California, Maine, and Oregon. But just as importantly, probably more importantly, you know what, poor people? Minnesota is screwing you, too. Minnesota is taxing you so much more than other states do. Minnesota's lowest income Income tax rate of 5.3% is higher than the highest rate in 23 states. And even though we don't, even though we're, we have um, tax exempt items like food and clothing, we have the eighth highest state sales tax. In the country, Minnesota is also one of only 14 states, plus the District of Columbia to to have an estate tax. That's just crazy. That's just absolutely crazy. Minnesota made another uh, list this week. We came in number 40. Minnesota was one of only two states with negative wage growth. The state's average weekly wage declined 0.4% between April 17 and April 2018. Minnesota's fourth quarter 2017 GDP growth rate of 1.5% was also well below the average rate of 2.3% among the 50 states and DC. So it's not just that we have insane stuff at the, at the state level. We also have crazy insane stuff going on at the state level too. If you want to weigh in, 651-989-5855, 651-989-5855, because uh, this kind of stuff, this, you know, I know you're listening to it. I know you're paying attention. you got to do something about this, whether it's running for office, whether it's helping someone else run for office, whether it's get out and vote, whether it's, you know, do you know, in Hennepin County, for the first day of early voting in Minnesota, in, in I'm sorry, in Minneapolis, in Minneapolis on the first day of early voting, they had over two 2,000 people vote? Isn't that crazy? Those of us who remember the the death of Paul Wellstone, we know better than to vote that early, but whatever. Uh, Jane, let's take your phone call. Hi, Jane. Welcome to the show. Hi,
2: Sue. How you doing? Good. I didn't think it could get any better than your uh, Supreme Court decision. I know. But uh, I was telling Stan, um, are we seeing a shift toward uh, individual rights?
0: No. No? <laughs> no. Okay. We got a long way to go before we go back to that, Jane. A yeah. long way to go.
2: Um, wishful thinking on my part, then. Yep. And you know what? We have to
0: keep fighting. We can't give up. And, and we really have to elect legislators who are going to put the kind of stuff in place that we don't need to go to the Supreme Court.
2: Well, and you know, you know how I feel about liberty. I mean, once you lose it, you just don't get it back. I know. And I just, uh, you know, I just kind of feel, you know, now we got the cake baker that can say, well, I don't want to bake a cake for you guys. Uh, it's one of, it's my artistry. I, you know. Yeah,
0: that was uh, a very narrow ruling. A lot of people think that's, uh, uh, really good for our side, but that was a very narrow ruling. I don't think much is going to stop there. Basically, no. what they said is the human rights division that investigated it, they were the ones, uh, they were bad. But if they would have been nicer about it to the baker, then they could have said he couldn't, he didn't have to bake the cake.
2: Well, and then the case in Washington state about the florist. Oh yeah, because that went back down, down to the appeals court or wherever it came from. Yep,
0: yeah, and said re-examine this one. I bet we see. I bet we bet we see more of those. And now you've got the people on the uh, on the right and the left who are freaking about out uh, on both sides. Some very happy, some uh, very dismayed that Roe v. Wade could be overturned.
2: Well, I, I frankly think that that's going to be a, a real tough one because. Uh, it 's uh you know we 've had it since one thousand nine hundred and seventy three yeah. It's had test after test, and it just hasn 't gone anywhere but um I think that the one thing we have to do is um essentially focus what 's on in right in front of us, yep, not look too far down the road, just focus on what 's in front of us and remember that um, you know, we 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 do have the right as individuals to our freedom of speech, to bear a gun if we choose, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. I just, um, I, I you know, have you ever wondered how the left brain thinks? I, I <laughs> no, because I can't figure it out. There is either. no logic, no logic. Either. So if you think if you if you ever come across something or have a, you know brainstorm on that one be sure you tell us because
0: we'd like to know i'd like to know too thank you jane appreciate your phone call appreciate it uh okay we're going to take a quick break when we come back uh i want to talk about ramsey county roseville minneapolis st paul and i especially want to talk about um Minneapolis, because their first minimum wage hike for Minneapolis small businesses takes effect on Sunday. It's part of the city's plan to reach their stupid, ridiculous $15 an hour minimum wage by uh, 2022. It's so awful. And as we've learned from uh, Seattle and a few other places that have implemented it, it's a horrible mistake and it actually Hurts the people that they promise it's going to help. Yeah, they lied again. Shocker. All right, stay tuned. Sue Jeffers, Twin Cities News Talk AM eleven thirty, TwinCities News Talk.com. Okay, is, is that patriotic? Is that one of my choices? I wanted like the Star Spangled. Banner or God's uh, Bless America. Well, oh, you watch a baseball game this weekend that? or the soccer match or
1: something. You can hear that every day.
0: All right. All right. All right. Good Saturday afternoon, everyone.
1: You're really going to love that. <laughs> oh, <one.
0: laughs> my goodness. Uh, this past week, I tell you, local elections matter. And you, you know, a lot of times you're not paying attention to what's happening in your own backyard. So this week, huge kudos to hands off our cans in Bloomington. I am so proud of you guys. This has been I don't even know how long this battle has gone on. Two years, maybe. And Bloomington overstepped their authority. The mayor... Oh, Beanie. I I don't know how Beanie keeps his job. I've known Beanie for years. Uh, I honestly don't know how he keeps his job. Bloomington, I don't know why he keeps getting reelected because you should throw his sorry butt out of there, along with most of the city council as well uh, because they don't listen to the people of Bloomington. They just do whatever the heck they want. And one of them was forcing organized garbage onto the people of, of Bloomington. Apparently, they think the people of Bloomington are too stupid to pick out their own garbage company and you hear the stories whether it's st paul bloomington wherever where when they implement this uh city organized union run uh organized garbage that all of a sudden people who were people get to pay um two three four times more than what they had negotiated on their own uh and of course it's cheaper the bigger the can that you have which is backwards for a lot of people it's i mean anyway uh congratulations city of new brighton or city of bloomington you did a great job hands off our cans new brighton on the other hand we're waiting to hear if they the city approved our petition Thank you, Sue Erickson and Gina Bauman, for uh, gathering all those signatures and all the other people who helped, uh, for gathering all those signatures and turning them into the city. And hopefully uh, the people of New Brighton will get to decide if the mayor and the city council should get a free pass for an extra year in office. Uh, Again, they voted on it after the election was over. It's so ridiculous. It just makes me sick. Um, Talk about deceitful and dishonest, right? And they keep saying, oh, it's about Saving money to move it to even years, oh baloney, you liars, uh and you know what in Roseville, this just shocks me. Roseville became the eleventh Minnesota city uh to hurt their local business owners and uh restrict freedom for the for legal adults they said you have to be 21 to buy cigarettes in our city so 18 to 21 year olds i think you're too stupid to make up your mind if a purchase of a legal product and business owners they don't care about you either uh that's a lot of money that convenience stores and gas stations make off of cigarettes and i would like to know how much money roseville got from the smokaters uh for that and and did they tell the did they tell the residents of roseville most of them don't even know Ramsey County. Ramsey County. Every week I'm telling you about Ramsey County commissioners given the already excessively overpaid Ramsey County commissioners are giving themselves another giant pay raise. Uh and this week they also decided because their almost $100,000 salary that they're going to get so ridiculous. They make decisions like this one. Uh Ramsey County board approved the modern streetcar and it's going to run along 7th Street. Uh From Union Depot to the Fort Snelling Blue Line stop and then on to the airport and the Mall of America. It's going to be constructed in 2028 and the price tag is somewhere between $1.4 billion or maybe even as high as $2 billion dollars for their modern streetcar so ridiculous so out of touch with what the people of 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 ramsey county want so fiscally irresponsible i can't hardly stand it they they just i i just cringe when i think of the ridiculous decisions that they make it's just absolutely ridiculous uh in saint paul um Mayor Carter, Mayor Melvin Carter, has publicly rejected his police chief's call for 50 more officers. Carter posted a statement on Facebook that said, yep, nope, uh uh-uh. The philosophy that more police officers, tougher prosecutors, and bigger jails equals a safe city has failed. Really, Mayor Carter? Really, He went on to say our driving goal shouldn't be to hire as many officers as possible, but to reduce the number of times we have to call the police in the first place. The mayor said the city already spends three times more money on police and fire services than it does on recreation centers or libraries. He said the city's community first public safety approach calls for investing in neighborhood surface services, not increasing uniforms on the street. By the way, at the same time, Skyway Fitness in downtown St. Paul U.S. Bank building cites parking crime and business departures as the reason it called it quits and moved Out of St. Paul and because Melvin Carter is trying to show how fiscally responsible he is, he said the city will not hold the 4th of July fireworks events this year. The cancellation um, is is a foreshadow of what um, of the tax uh, of they're going to have a difficult budget. Uh, budget season and he said that uh, carter again on facebook wednesday morning cited concerns about the city's budget he said and you know i have to think about this because really why is the city paying for this and on the other hand where's uh, some private entity stepping up why aren't they going to fork over the hundred grand for it um wh- i mean really why not Oh, well, Minneapolis, 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 Cam Gordon, Minneapolis City Council member. He was my city council member when I owned my bar and restaurant that just sold again, by the way, uh, pitched an idea in the committee of the whole meeting to amend the city charter via a ballot question to grant co-equal power over the Minneapolis Police Department between the mayor and the city council. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What could go wrong? Plenty, plenty, plenty. It was also interesting last week. The Minneapolis council suspended the rules to allow advocates for immigrants to testify. Council president Lisa Bender said they typically don't do that. No, no, they never do that. Never. Uh, But she said these aren't normal times. So they suspended the rules. They allowed these illegal immigrants and and advocates for immigrants to testify. And remember, this is their push. Uh, They're pushing for the municipal ID. So pay attention to that. Uh, Sunday... Is the first day for the minimum wage hike in Minneapolis. This is the first phase of the city's plan to reach fifteen dollar an hour minimum wage by twenty 2020, twenty no twenty twenty two. The minimum wage for companies with hundred or fewer employees will increase to ten point ten and a quarter an hour. Unbelievable. On Sunday, and companies with more than a hundred employers employees, the minimum wage increases to eleven twenty five an hour. That is just so crazy. Do you know what Target did? Do you know what Target did? Target is going to eliminate overnight shifts as a way to buffer labor costs um, because of the minimum wage increases to $15. So they're moving um, from a 10 to 3 a.m. start time. And by the way, Walmart's doing the exact same thing. So instead of making the 18 bucks an hour that these overnight people used to make and they were willing to work. Uh, those crazy hours because they made $18 an hour. Well now target and Walmart are going to eliminate those shifts and they're going to go back to the other, to the, uh, a, a more standard shift, but Hey, they'll be making 10 or 15 bucks an hour. And you know, the politicians just don't get this. They just don't get this. And it just drives me absolutely crazy. Um, uh, We had a study that came out of the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and it was evidence of the effects of Minnesota's minimum wage increase. And it said, beginning in 2014, the state of Minnesota began a series of minimum wage increases. By contrast, Wisconsin increased its minimum wage in 2010 to keep pace with the federal minimum wage but has not increased it since and it said the study said the effects of the minimum minimum wage changes remains a controversial topic uh when you're comparing uh outcomes in minnesota and in wisconsin but that the minimum wage increases are you ready for this Shocking only Democrats, only liberals, only people on the left, only people who are too stupid to understand economics and productivity, it said... um the minimum wage increases led to employment losses in Minnesota, particularly in the restaurant industry and youth demograph- demographics were most affected by the change. Are you ready for this? Over 60% of the employees in the restaurant industry in Minnesota work for minimum wage or less and workers under the age of 24 account for 54% of the minimum wage earners. Following the minimum wage increases, limited service restaurant employment fell by 4% in Minnesota uh, relative to Wisconsin. Youth employment fell by 9% in Minnesota following the minimum wage increases while it increased 10.6% in Wisconsin. In addition, part of the increased wage costs employers faced have been passed on to consumers through higher prices. The relative price of restaurant food in the Minneapolis area has fallen 2% in four years preceding the minimum wage hike. It has risen 6% in the four years since. On the benefits side, earnings for affected workers grew more rapidly in Minnesota, if they had a job. Overall, this is exactly what we predicted would happen. It just drives me crazy. All right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit about the protest going on today. Uh, it's Uh um, There's got to be, what did the police say? 6,000 people over there. John Gilmore, you are cracking me up on Twitter. He just keeps tweeting, they got to go back, fam. They got to go back. Stay tuned. Lots more coming. Twin Cities News Talk AM 1130 and TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com. Maybe.
1: we're gonna to have to do this again next week
0: yeah we are oh, no. i know how great is that usually it doesn't work that way usually we only get I think to we're celebrate recording
1: next week i don't no, know if we got the memo no no not.
0: no 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 we're live next week for sure good saturday afternoon everyone uh hope you're enjoying the heat both stan and i are having air conditioning problems so we're, <laughs> we're enjoying the heat but we'll be glad when the muggy humidity is gone
1: yes we will
0: yes we will um I know we're going fast today, I know we're talking about a lot of things, and and I still have a lot of things that I want to talk about, so if you want to weigh in on something, call quick, 651-989-5855, 651-989-5855, and Kevin, thank you for being so patient. Hi, Kevin, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for taking my call, Stu. My pleasure. I, I figured out why the money for the fireworks isn't coming forward. It's because these small businesses won't be able to afford it with this fifteen dollar wage.
0: I know it's it's crazy. It's just crazy. And then you think of the money that they waste in that city and you're telling me a hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money. I don't I can't remember what the budget of Saint Paul is, but that's a not even a drop in the giant bucket. And then again, where are the private companies to step up and do this? When did it become the role of the of the city to take over doing doing fireworks?
1: True. Now, you were talking about some type of rail streetcar system?
0: Yeah, Ramsey billion,
1: County. Ramsey County a billion dollars, where are they gonna get Two that? Two billion.
0: Two billion.
1: Two billion. Where are they gonna suppose to get where are they gonna get that money from? Uh us. People we're tapped out. <laughs> uh, you know, you were talking about the mayor and, and um yeah. the uh adding more police officers. If you're a sanctuary city, we should be adding more police officers. I know. It's you
0: know what? Yeah. And you look at all the crime that they're covering up along the light rail transit lines, by the way, you look at all the crime along there, you look at the assaults that we're seeing on the light rail, well, not the light rail transit drivers, the bus drivers. um, I mean, it's just absolutely crazy. And for him to come out and say no more cops, what a moron.
1: Yeah, yeah, well... How about let's get rid of ice? There's another good plan,
2: huh?
0: Well, and you know what? That's what we're going to talk about next, Kevin, because there are easily 6,000, maybe maybe 8,000 people that were marching downtown today. And I was just asking the same question. You have to kind of think that the 2016 election did hinge on Trump's build the wall. I think that resonated with a lot of the people who voted for, for Donald Trump. So what do the Democrats do? The Democrats come back now for the 2018, election and and their idea is abolish ICE and stop border enforcement do they really think that's a winning strategy
1: so who's paying for all these protesters number one Uh, another point on a different point is I think Trump is going to get another pick this year in the Supreme Court and possibly another one In 2019, I do too. And early early 2020. Yep. Tomorrow, really step these. Yep.
0: And you know what? I say, Democrats, you keep pushing illegal immigration. You keep pushing it because it's going to guarantee the Republicans' wins in 2018, and it's going to guarantee President Trump gets reelected in 2020.
1: You notice how they're they're pushing the illegals and uh, illegals and gang members. Into our neighbors neighborhoods but they're not bringing them into their own neighborhoods
0: yeah they're they're everywhere you can find you can find them everywhere i just find it really interesting that more people aren't pushing back on it and i think sometimes people are scared i think sometimes people don't want to make waves but again when i say election matters that we have got to have legislators who are going to step up and put the kind of laws in place that we that we need and and that's why I tell people all the time, Kevin, that I think, um, I think Hagedorn's gonna win in con- Congressional District One. I think Jason Lewis is gonna win in two. I think, um, Paulson has made his race way harder than it needs to be because he keeps trying to straddle the line with, with, with both. Uh, parties, and he's not winning either of them over. Yeah,
1: I, I saw that, too. You can't be doing that. Yeah, and I Who think Dave Hughes that? is
0: going to win in seven. I think Stauber's yeah. going to win in eight. I think Greg Ryan could take Betty McCollum out if we'd get off our butts and help him. And I was just with Jen, who's running uh, for CD5. That's Ellison's old seat. Um, she did such a great job, and nobody even talks about her.
1: So great job. Just remember this. The Democrats have got what it takes. To take what you've got.
0: <laughs> Very good, Kevin. I will. I, I know that, and I, yeah. I, I'll remember it though too. Thank you. Appreciate your call as always. Uh, okay. Um, Dan, let's take Dan's phone call.
3: Hi, Dan. Hey Sue, love your show. Thank you. How are Way you? To go. Doing well. See, I'm in the parking lot at the Jeff Johnson for Governor campaign. I'm going to go back in and get on the phone. Okay. For him.
0: Wait a minute. Have Wait you- a minute. Wait a minute.
3: Where yeah. is his office? In Golden Valley.
0: Oh, my gosh, I'm close.
3: You are. We could use your help, and maybe you could have a Pawlenty-Johnson debate on your show. I know you, maybe you and somebody else is a moderator you well, know, somebody that Dan, would like to have,
0: but yeah, we you know think? Pawlenty will never show up. Pawlenty, no, plenty is a no-show everywhere. Um, I would be happy to have him on my show. Him and I would have a very interesting conversation. But let me tell you something. I'm not giving yeah. plenty the time of day. I think Jeff's the guy. I think Jeff can do it this time. I think Jeff is a different candidate than he was four years ago, and yep. I think he's really making some good strides. Do you know Jeff showed up at a forum where was it? Niswar or some, something. You know, Waltz was there. Swanson was there. Aaron Murphy was there. Was Tim Pawlenty there? No. Was Jeff Johnson there? Dang right. Not afraid to get up there and talk about his ideas and and defend them. One of the biggest problems Republicans yeah. have is they don't know how to articulate their message. Right. And, and here Jeff Johnson is up there telling everyone what he, th- although I have to say the Democrats were very timid.
3: Yeah, yeah, you know, right, and you know what, Donna Bergstrom, you met her yet. His no, and name?
0: I can't wait to meet her.
3: Oh, my gosh. What a lady, retired okay. military, Native Okay,
0: Dan, American the best... The best picture I saw, the best picture I saw, it was a picture of her in her military uniform, standing tall and proud, just like I love. And then the for, I don't know, instead of doing her job over at the legislature, what a powerful, powerful picture that was.
3: Yeah. I can't wait to meet her. Yeah, exactly. Well, maybe you can, you can uh, call out Tim Plenty, like in a, you know, like in the old days in the gunfight. Call him out. I'm ready. Hey, come on, come on the show. You can bring somebody that will ask you the softball, kittenball questions.
0: No, he's going we'll to have to go to article, another but...
3: show for kitten ball questions. Well, no, he'd have to have somebody in his, in his, in his yeah. you know, in his corner.
0: He'd, he'd never right? show up. He'd never show up, which is, which is too bad. I think he's realizing that he made a horrible mistake. I think Palanti's realizing this isn't going to be the cakewalk that he thinks oh. it is. And I also think, um, that, you know, in a primary, Dan, people forget that you have to vote straight party line ticket. And Stuart Mills had a poll that came out this week, his, his organization, that said palenty was favored. Well, those were um, by, I don't know, 10 or 15, maybe even 20 points over Jeff. But those were uh, likely voters. They were not primary voters. And you are talking two, ter- two very, very yep. different groups of people. And I think to a lot still matter. They may not like it, but it does still matter.
3: Right. He busts his tail for months and months. Yeah. drives all over the state to yep. northern Minnesota one way four hours yep. to meet with 30 people and then turn around and drive home again. Yep. You know, and I was going to say, anybody out there that wants to help Jeff, we sure we could use more help. We're, you know, we're building a campaign on a rock. Okay, wait a second.
0: Dan, Dan, I got a a question. Okay, so everybody should send him money, right? They can just go to the website or they can go to the office or whatever. They should send him money, lots of money. And, in fact, there's no excuse, people. The state of Minnesota has this this thing where if you pay $50 and they'll give you a receipt and the government will mail you $50 back. So yeah. not only should you do that stupid thing until we abolish it again, but then you should dig deep in your pocket and, and give Jeff Johnson and some of our other great candidates more money. But what else does Jeff need help with?
3: Well, you know, uh, we're going to be doing three par- He's doing parades all over the place. Three parades on the 4th of July. We're starting at Delano.
2: Oh. They were going to
3: the Chanhassen, and they were going I think to Centerville south of Rochester, huh, and then uh, he's got a team that's going to be in the Adina parade on that same day, but uh he's a fabulous guy with a good heart and he's a strong conservative with backbone and uh we we love him we're doing all we can to get him elected and um Thank you for letting me be on your show. <laughs> I know
0: because too. you just took my whole segment on the protests because we started talking about the elections. But that's okay. I don't. I don't <laughs> mind. I. I think you're right. I think he's a. I think he's a good guy. And you know what I like about Jeff. And this is, you guys, people who know me know this is a huge compliment. A huge compliment. And I don't give out compliments easily. When I give out a compliment, it's because I really truly mean it. Jeff doesn't surround himself with yes people. So Tim Pawlenty puts people around him who are just going to say, yes, Tim, you're great, Tim, you're awesome, Tim. Nope, don't step out of your bubble, Tim. Nope, do it this way, Tim. All, all those kinds of people. Not Jeff Johnson. He puts people, he puts people around him who are going to give him new ideas, who are going to say, hey, did you think about this, or did you think about that? Or I, I, just, yeah. I really like that about a candidate and about a person. I don't want someone stuck into the old-time mold like Tim Pawlenty is.
3: I have one quick question for you. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. What happened to Keith Downey? Why isn't he rallying behind?
0: Yeah, where is yeah. he? Hey, where Keith is Downey, the lady
3: that ran for governor, Mary
0: Stevens. Where is she? Yeah, I know they promised to get out there and help. I know they did. That's a really good question. You know what? I'm going to call him up and ask him.
3: Yeah, I'd love to hear that. Yeah, I'll update you next week. Because Jeff would have helped them.
0: I know he would have. I know he would have, and that says a yeah. lot about the type of person he is. That, that really does. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate your comments. All right. And nice that he's, that he's working out there. Okay. Did you just tell me I have to take a break? Okay. I'm going to take a break. Then we're going to come back. Um, I did not get to a lot of the things that I wanted to talk about. Um, that's okay. You know what? When we cut, ca- this was important. This, this election is important. So I don't mind, uh, getting sidetracked, but I was so proud of myself because I hadn't gone down a rabbit hole in a really long time. But okay, that's all right. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about the protest this, uh, that was this afternoon downtown, uh, Minneapolis. Well, all across the United States, uh, we'll talk about it. Sue Jeffers, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130,
2: com.
1: This is dedicated it's to dedicated our to broken,
0: broken air conditioners. I <laughs> <laughs> I got it right away. And well, and I wanted to talk about that story about uh, uh Jesse and the Timberwolf player. They one's a boy, one's a girl. And they took their clothes off for ESPN to talk about
1: the body issue or whatever. Yeah, yeah,
0: whatever it was. And um apparently Jesse, the girl, is the only one who's taken any grief over it. And we'll have to talk about that next week though, but Cause I want to talk about the protest today. I want to take phone calls 651-989-5855. 651-989-5855. So there were some 6,000 people out there marching and it just, it, it's really crazy because the Democrats and the, those on the left say that they're fired up and ready to march at the families belong together rally. Uh, they are registering voters and speaking out for the thousands of kids who have been ripped from the arms of their parents because of Trump's cruel family separation policy. It's just astonishing that they just discovered this policy. Because when this policy was happening under Obama, nobody ever, they just ignored it. Nobody ever did anything about it. But now, because Resist Trump is such a big deal, that now all of a sudden their newfound outrage over over. Uh, Some of these immigration issues is just driving these marches. They actually had um, people in cages along the marching route. And I just want to make this clear. Sneaking into America doesn't make you an immigrant any more than breaking into somebody's house makes them part of your family. So think about that, folks. Think about that. When you, I still swear, part of the reason, a huge part of the reason Donald Trump won, besides people's disdain for politicians and especially the swamp. But I still swear a huge part of his win was his build the wall message. And because of these protests, because of this uh, families belong together, marches and rallies that are going on across the country, we're seeing a lot of polling numbers come in this week. And the CBS poll that came out this week said only 21% of the voters favored CBS, by the way, 21% 21% of the voters favored releasing Im- illegal immigrants in the country. Three quarters supported incarceration and, and deportion. The new Harvard Harris poll. Do you think ICE should be disbanded? 69% say no. Um, ex Clinton aide Mark Penn. 84% of the Americans support turning undocumented immigrants over to authorities and then oh i forget which one this came out of i think it was cnn which of these do you think should be which of these following listed below do you think should be done with families who are trying to enter the us illegally 48% said re- release the entire family back to their home country 4% said arrest the parents and keep the children in separate detention facilities. 11% said arrest the parents, but keep the kids together. 21% said release the entire family in the U.S. temporarily and require they report back for a hearing. Yeah, that'll happen. The other thing that I'd like to point out too is, um, well, everyone's, t- well, the Democrats and those on the left. Are busy using children of illegal immigrants to promote uh, uh, their socialist agenda. 70, 765,000 American children are separated from active duty military parents while they defend our liberty. Think about that this 4th of July. All right, let's take some phone calls. George, you're first. Hey, George. Hey,
4: hey Sue. How are you?
0: Awesome. How are you?
4: Uh, you know, uh Uh, All things considered, I'm really pretty good. I appreciate (laughs) you taking my call and and, uh, uh, letting me ask my question. It's something I've thought about for a long time with the border wall and stuff. Do do you mind? Go to it. Okay. The question I have about the wall, and I've never heard anyone bring it up, is, okay, I think we should have secure borders, as secure as we can afford. And I think people who are immigrants should be able to go through a process and and get processed, and, and there's a, there's a process to do that. There, I'm sure.
0: And George,
4: I mean, build a, build George,
0: we a, agree a, on that.
4: We agree on yeah.
0: that. I think almost everyone agrees oh, on it. I that. didn't,
4: I didn't, I didn't think we dis, we disagreed on it. Yeah. Um, I mean, the United States is an absolutely great place, and they do take in people, and those people, I think, come here, and 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 for the most part. You know, I, I'm from Mississippi. There are people from Alabama who move to Mississippi. You could say they're immigrants, and they commit crimes. Mm-hmm. Not the same thing, right? I'm, right? No, nope. <laughs> no, it's not the same thing. But, uh, but what I wanted to say was, okay, say so we build a wall, and what happens if if what I see happening is the people, the very bad people who pack these people in vans or whatever and tell yeah. them, these are not educated people, I don't believe. No. And then they can't take them over or around the wall. What, Where the wall ends in the Gulf of Mexico and the Pacific, I mean, that's a lot of water. And I think what's going to happen is it will end, something like, end up with something like in the Mediterranean,
2: that, you know what george
0: um, i'm running out of time so i have to wrap this up oh, i'm gonna it's okay i'm gonna let you go but i'm what? gonna answer your what? question because i don't think keep listening because i'm gonna answer it here in a what? second um george had a valid point if they start enforcing the borders that we have whether it's with the wall whether it's something else the the illegal immigrants are going to be smuggled in and exploited and I i just wish they'd do more stories on what a Horrible, horrendous trip it is to try to cross the border. How awful these smugglers are. How people die. How people are left in sweating in hot vans. How people are raped. They're murdered. Their children are separated. They just, the ice just rescued a six year old kid that the smugglers left in the middle of nowhere. Um, that, that George is right. They'll move some other place to try to get these people across. But I also think we have technology on our side too. I think you're going to see a lot more enforcement with drones i think you're going to see um i and and i don't even necessarily be, necessarily believe we'll have a whole entire wall built uh at all but i think there are other ways we can work on supporting uh, uh, on securing our border and i think there are other ways that we can um be more have our arms open to welcome legal immigrants into into our country so we'll have to we'll have to stay tuned on that you actually had some of these community groups um who presented a list of demands Give me a break. Who are they to demand anything? It was a coalition of community organizations that were united in an effort to stop deportations in Minnesota, and they presented these demands to the Hennepin County Sheriff, the Ramsey County Commissioners, the Hennepin County Commissioners, county attorneys, judges. They included removing ICE agents um, to stop calling ICE to come and pick things up, to stop participating in contracting with the Department of Homeland Security, the um, to prevent immigration enforcement in county buildings, a creation of an immigration legal defense fund for Ramsey County residents, and double Hennepin County's fund. Um, it, I mean, just crazy, crazy demands that they have absolutely no, no business requesting. So this is a topic that is not going away. All right, just remember Independence Day on Wednesday. Thank God that we live in the greatest country in the world. Have a happy Independence Day. Sue Jeffers, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com.